0: Welcome to Zero to CEO, where seasoned entrepreneurs will teach you how to succeed. I'm your host, Jason Sherman. In today's episode of Zero to CEO, I have with me CEO and tech entrepreneur, Gil Mayron. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Cool. And uh, today's topic is going to be how to use automation to scale your business. And... Uh, I mean, we're talking some science fiction stuff, but now we have it And today, right? We have a lot of automation when it comes to, uh, I guess, uh, on on factory floors to build cars. You see the big robotic arms. You have a lot of tasks that are automated uh, nowadays in general. Let's talk a little bit about where people don't even realize automation exists before we tap into what you do.
1: Sure. So... Automation right now and 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 the kind of stuff that we do, even though we'll tap into that we're we're taking on any repetitive task where you don't really need to use your your brain so to speak right there's no thought there's no nothing there you have to process to get it done, and even if you do on some of the remedial tasks we have a lot of AI and then a lot of vision systems that can handle a lot of stuff now as well. Um, but again, those are things where it's just doing what it needs to do to get to the result, not because it needs to really think of uh, how, you know, many solutions or something like that. So um, we're seeing it happen on any repetitive task. And that's not just the manufacturing. I mean, that goes down to um, hospitality. We've seen a lot of stuff over there, right? Hamburger flipping robots and drink pouring robots and stuff like that. So Yeah.
0: Eventually I guess we'll see them in our own kitchens, right? Where we just tell the robot what we want to eat for dinner and it'll sit there and prepare it for us.
1: Well, you do? I mean people have a Roomba now. You can tell it to go clean your floors and it does.
0: I have a Roomba. Yeah, I don't clean my floors anymore. That's a good point. That's Great. some automation right there. I'd see it and even think of that. I have a Roomba. You know, one one thing where I noticed uh it comes in handy for me in particular is I have to pro- I program this uh this hotkey program that I have where I do a point and click and a close and like maybe a task on my um, on a browser where I have like 50 tabs open and it'll do the task, go to the next tab, do the task and keep closing the tabs over and over. And I just let it do it for like an hour. And I just saved myself all that time. So uh, is that one of the things that we might see is people that they don't have to use the computer as often because there's going to be some sort of automated task for maybe even technology uh, professionals?
1: Yeah. So, so, so over here at, at co we we concentrate much more on the physical type stuff, right? So it's, it's uh, automation when it comes down to things that people are doing uh, that require hands that require, you know, something like that. So those are the things where we're going ahead and we're, we're taking care of, and it's happening very, very fast as well. So, uh, and by the way, I think I veered away from the question if you want to repeat that again.
0: That's okay, because uh, I actually like the physical more. I've done some episodes in the past where I mentioned, for example, our elderly population. It's hard to carry groceries. It's hard to go up and down the stairs. Even recently, I had to get surgery, and I couldn't even lift certain simple 10 to 20 pound boxes or things like that and i thought to myself if only i had like a, a robotic arm attached to my regular arm that could exoskeleton, help me. Yeah, Exoskeleton, skeleton yeah
1: because
0: i mean honestly i would love to have that to lift heavy items and i'm sure people would like that who are injured or who are in pain you know
1: they actually have something like that out there for for tens and tens of thousands of dollars but uh, maybe that will be one of the next things we work on to uh, to democratize. So. you got to
0: bring that <laughs> price down, my friend. Get it down to a couple hundred bucks, and you, you'll sell millions. You can. <laughs>
1: it, it, you'd be able to very easily. So, and, and, and that is what we did, by the way, with all the robots that we currently make over here at the company. We, we do everything from scratch. One of the reasons why is because uh, we have full control over it. So we can support it. We can support 24-7. And we're the only company that does automation solutions that can scale with the large customers globally. So we can do we don't have to go through integrators or resellers or things like that. So, so we do everything ourselves and we'll do it across many territories. And so that's one thing uh, that helps as far as driving down a cost. Uh, and then in the future, as we're really embedded into these companies, I would imagine that the cost of the, uh, of the goods will go down to the point uh, much closer to the raw material.
0: And what do you do? Do you normally find like a pain point in, in the world where, Oh, a robot could solve this problem or an automation Tool could solve this problem, and then that pain point goes away? Or is it more along the lines of what you think the world needs? So
1: it, it, it's it's along the lines of what we think. So, the way that we go about it with our, our customers is we'll do on sites, we'll categorize every application we see, we point out. Well, we need to be automated. We don't let the customer point it out to us. Chances are they're wrong. So, oh, of course. Because it's somebody coming, you know, they they well, I mean they're not wrong, but you know, they're coming from a good place. But you know, oh yeah, we can probably automate this, sure, but it may make more sense to do X, Y, and Z first before you do. And so so we point it out, we rank everything, and then we give the customer a face plan. Uh, and then we start to chip away at that plan. Um, but what we do is very iterative. We we do things that, that there's a reason why not many other places would take on these very high risk deals where you don't really know if it's going to work out. Just because an engineer catted up something and it looks fantastic and SolidWorks animated it and it looks like it's moving beautifully does not mean that it'll be the same uh, end result. And uh, so,
0: so it sounds like it sounds like you're you're kind of an efficiency expert company in a way. Like you come into a company and you say, I can make these processes more efficient. Let's throw this robot or automation package over here and test it for a couple of days and get data and feedback to see how we can tweak it, change it, add something to it, re- right. remove something to it while we're gathering more data to make sure that we're fine tuning it. Is that kind of the the process?
1: Yeah, that, that's kind of the process. And, you know, the whole thing over here is that these our customers, these are some of those well-named brands in the world. Um, they really are going from a place of, you know, we, we want to automate – this. Can you come in? We come in, we say, no, oh, no, you can do this, this, this. And then the week after, you know, we, we really want to automate everything. We don't want anything humans there <laughs> And it's, it's names that you would never think would even that's advertise hilarious out there. But it's that's what we're seeing now, we're, we're, because it's possible. You can do it. You, you can get rid of a lot of humans. Just men. get
0: rid of everybody. <laughs>
1: yeah, but you know, why not? I mean, uh, companies well, but, right now are having a really big problem re- retaining people. Yes. Uh, for whatever that reason may be, right? So,
0: Well, look, robots don't need breaks. Robots don't eat food. Robots don't have to go to the bathroom. Robots don't talk back. Robots just don't do their taxes. work.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: it's just you know yeah. it, it makes sense to me. Now, you know, I want to I want to ask you uh, if we were in the future because like like I'm gonna I'm gonna be releasing an episode soon as to why science fiction no longer exists. It's because we're li- 're we're living in it today,
1: right, if you think we 're living it. in it yeah no its it's all real
0: <laughs> what would it be like now say we can fast forward a hundred two hundred years you know sure. we're on we're on Mars at that point, and things like that. What kind of society will we live in if a lot of tasks are taken over by robots and humans are kind of left to twiddle their thumbs what 's going to be left for humans to do well
1: i don 't know you know they say that the aliens have uh have looms that don 't really do much and they have really big heads, and you know I would imagine that we would be doing a lot of thinking uh, but it's a great point I mean look right now the thing the way the things are is that these tasks are being done, but they don 't need to be done, and you know the, the thought process for a potential customer would be oh if I bring somebody if I bring a robot here, the person who's doing this job will now go next to the robot. And index the items for the robot to pick up, which I find un- unbelievably depressing. So you just replace me, you're going to have me stand next to this guy, <laughs> this robot, and I'm just going to place these blocks in order for them. So, so we're doing a lot of them, we're doing the indexing system, we're doing all that stuff. But, you know, in the future, I don't know, if you might think about it, look, you, you have a lot of jobs out there. And not only that, take the kids for example. I have two kids, so nine and five. And uh, they're really fast when it comes to iPads. And YouTube and Roblox and uh, all those kind of things. It's uh, you, if that were uh, any sort of indication as to the nature of the next twenty-five years, uh, then I think that you're going to see a lot of really interesting thought process type things go on. But all the other stuff where you don't need it, or if there's a possibility to have a robot hundred to hundred years, there's no reason for a person to. Uh, so what
0: I'm hearing uh, is either. a lot of um. I'm, what I'm hearing is a lot of thinking creativity. Yes. Uh, that kind of stuff is going to be more human. And then the more physical and the more tedious and repetitive is going to be more robotic. That 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 makes a lot of sense. Nobody will
1: it? think of the pyramid, but they won't have to. They will well, have to build it. it. Makes a lot of
0: sense. <laughs> so now tell me a story about one of your clients, if you're able to tell me one, where a robot that you put together, or a package you put together, drastically improved the efficiency in that business and how it changed it.
1: Sure. So I can tell you, uh, we're, we're working with uh, one of our clients, they deal with uh, food processing. I won't say what kind of food, because sure. I think that would give a lot away, but food processing. And so they have, uh, within one region, they have four, maybe five plants. Uh, each one of these plants has about 4,000 people each in them. Wow. And about 90% of the people, more than 90% of the people, do what they call tasks that uh, they just want to get a robot in to, to do it. And so we're in a situation where we have one major obstacle to get over, which is uh, differentiating between certain colors when you're looking at the food and, of course, differentiating in 3D and some other things in order to get to, to the end result. But once done, and we're we're basically done right now, uh, we're looking at a, a massive overhaul. Uh, you said 90%. As as go,
0: you said 90%. 90% That's ridiculous. 90%. Of
1: it. Yeah. So you're looking at, what, like 16,000 people plus?
0: That's insane.
1: 90% of them. And they would be gone within three to five years. Wow. Five years at the latest. Wow. Three years would be what everybody would want to have happen. And uh, if the company could have us do it even faster, they would. Um, because they see the benefit. They understand. They know that they can run 24-7. The robots that that we make, right now, we make everything that interacts with with humans. So everything we do is a cobot, collaborative robot. It can work with or without humans. Um, so much so to the point where when we put it at a customer most of our customers, they deal with conveyors and other things. Our robots just stay on. They go at the speed at whatever the other human is doing in order just to nice. keep it going. But they can go a lot faster. And so that's the way that we handle it with these people. So food processing that and that one area, and that's not the only area. I mean, we have – I, uh, I, would imagine, yeah, go ahead.
0: I would imagine that you, you, cause you mentioned colors, like having, that was one of your obstacles. I would imagine machine learning has a lot to do with this, right? Because you have to teach it. Uh, this is orange. This is red. This is blue. This is green. And it has to go through iterations of that until it gets it right uh, without failure. Right. You can't have failure. But it's because, not
1: difficult. It's not difficult right, anymore. It's, it's machine you, learning. right? It's, I mean, it's very wide. It's been done for a very long time. And, uh, but to the customer, the perception is it's still difficult. It's still incredible. Right. When we're like, no, in, in two days, we'll have this done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they want to they yeah. take their time so that there is no issues. and
1: that um, way, Until they it, see it done, they want to go as much as possible.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, I think maybe people have watched Terminator too many times and they're afraid that their factory will turn on them maybe. Uh, who knows what's taking, you know, what's taking them so yeah, long. No,
1: it, it, could, it could certainly be. I mean, you do have security issues are going to be something that come into play. Cyber uh, attacks and big things time, like that. No doubt. Um, you would, I mean, if somebody is connected to a network, everything is on the network, We pride ourselves on working on a a dashboard that we're giving to customers so that they can see everything on the factory floor. Yeah, security is going to be a massive issue that comes up. And uh, I can only imagine what somebody could do if they were to patch into a system. Um, It's not going to be the same as. How do you prevent that?
0: Because, like, I mean, you're talking, I mean, if you can keep the network in the factory away from the internet, I mean, isn't there a way to to keep them apart?
1: Yeah, but even still you know you have other things you have rogue personnel and stuff like that and so uh you just have to be able to account for for many many things now the good news is that we can just you know simply reset restart and have everything started to go right over again uh from from the beginning but um at the end of the day i think it's going to be a very big issue that comes up it's no longer just a hacker going into maybe a point of sale system to a large company and you know hey i'm gonna i'm it's it's way more than that they can do that and now they can go in and actually deal with uh, a potential robot doing something and stop it from doing something. Um, and then of course you have to have plans in place for what happens if that happens and, and all those kind of things.
0: And what are the things that you have in place when that happens? Because I, sure. I, I'm just, no. I'm just so picturing a scale, factory of no, robots just attacking yep. everybody. <laughs> so,
1: So for larger scale customers where we have many robots on the line, uh, that's something where we can easily compensate for that stuff. So if a certain robot goes down, then then the others know to take up, and you really don't have any loss over there, depending on what it is. Maybe a little loss in throughput, but at least it gives you time to, to do things and fix things. That's one method of going about things. Other than that, everything we could do through remotely, everything we could do when we come on site, uh, it's really natural in the same way that you would do any other capital equipment, whether it's a 3D printer or a CNC if something were to break we're there we got to fix it so uh the future will uh, will tell us what to do
0: <laughs> is, is there i mean just i'm just curious like i've seen enough movies to know that robots are usually repairing themselves on the fly is there any kind of way for is there like a robot technician sure. on hand that's fixing the robots in the factory or is this something where humans still have to intervene
1: sure so so right now we're we're very lucky we we don't need anybody on hand to fix the the robots and if it's needed they already get the training, and it's very, very minimal type stuff. We handle everything for the customer. the install the, tra- the support the whole thing. Um, as far as the robot breaking uh, with the dashboard, we would know, for example, if a, a belt was loose before the robot even broke, because we'd see some sort of a data spike or, or something along those lines. And so, so we do have some preventative maintenance in there in order to help us get. You know, it's almost like you have a vision system that helps the robot get to a quadrant, and you have another one that really helps it get pinpoints to go really fast um but if you only had one it's really going slow to get to the quadrant and pinpoint and so it's just about having multiples of certain things in order to get it done
0: preventative maintenance that's very smart so using software okay. to analyze the data and be able to predict what's about to happen i like that that's a very smart we data. have to yeah. yeah and
1: we're the only ones who, who are doing this right now so yeah it's, it, it uh, sounds it like it sounds like you've number automated number.
0: the automation <laughs> uh, it sounds like yeah you're no so,
1: <laughs> well in, in a you're way you on uh, yeah, but when you're taking on customers where, where you have the ability to affect their projections and they're publicly traded, I mean, these guys will come after you. They, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a massive issue. And so you want to show them Protect that you put yeah. as much thought as possible uh, into it. And so uh, when we were dealing with them, we understood that having a preventive maintenance dashboard uh, would help a lot.
0: Love it. So how can people tap into this Cobot Nation? Where, where can they find more about it? How can a business potentially use this?
1: So, uh, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, uh, all the above, and of course our website, cobotnation.com. Yeah.
0: Cool, man. Awesome, Gil. Thank you. And uh, I'm glad that two humans were doing yeah, this, thanks. and not robots.
1: <laughs> well, you know, in Because one like, of these days I'm going to be replaced
0: by a robot.
1: <laughs> it's going that fast. In two months, just robots, no humans. And, you know, you said 100, 200 years. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. You know, maybe in like 10 years. It's. <laughs> Yeah, but I Elon. I... He's uh, trying to buy Twitter. He won't have money to take everybody to Mars.
0: We got to get to Mars first, man. That's what I'm saying. Awesome, Gil. Thank you. you no know, Mars
1: and the, uh, Mars. I'll leave you with this space farm. And there's a lot more real estate up there to do some farming than there is uh, over here.
0: Absolutely. We're, get we're it up we're, there. We're, then, you know. We'll be at the moon, <laughs> moon and Mars before we know it.
1: Very good. Awesome. Yeah, thank you very much.
0: No problem. And we'll see everybody in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed the episode. If you learned something today. Please support this podcast by subscribing to it, sharing it with your friends, and leaving a five-star review. You can learn more about me at JasonSherman.org, where you'll find information about my book, also called Strap on Your Boots, available on Amazon, as well as my course called Startup Essentials on Udemy or Skillshare. I'll see you in next week's episode.